Happy Monday, Del Cerro Dolphins. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend and that you are all ready for a full week of learning. For the past two weeks, we've been talking a lot about being an optimistic, positive, and energetic person. And this week, we're going to add another part to our month of learning about being an optimist. We're going to call this week standing tall. How would you describe someone who is standing tall? How does standing tall determine your mood, your mindset, and how you communicate? What is nonverbal communication? And what does our nonverbal language say to others? And what does it say to ourselves? How could standing tall help someone feel more optimistic? Imagine a world where no words are spoken, where we only depend on body language to communicate. Would we be able to communicate successfully and understand the emotions of others? What if we were only able to communicate with verbal language and no body language? Either way, it certainly would be challenging. But here is an interesting bit of information. A team from UCLA studied this very question and their research demonstrated that the majority of communication is nonverbal. 93% of our communication is nonverbal. That includes about 38% voice and our tone in which we speak, and about 55% is our body language, smiling, frowning, folding our arms, slouching, that type of thing. And only 7% of our communication is done through actual words. This is pretty powerful to know. Almost all of our communication is done through nonverbal communication. Our attitudes, facial expressions, eye gaze, gestures, tone of voice, and how the body is positioned is all part of our nonverbal communication. Our nonverbals not only influence how others become aware of our emotions and what we're saying, but our nonverbals also affect how we think and feel about ourselves. To stand tall takes purpose and awareness. It's both the small and obvious signals shown through our body language and facial expressions. How we hold our body, our posture, truly influences our mood and mindset. Think about the way you stand sit or slouch. When we stand tall, we express our presence, our being, personality, and energy to everyone in the world around us. Sometimes standing tall feels unnatural and awkward, but it is good to notice and practice the difference when we stand tall. Because when we stand tall, we feel more confident and connected. A social scientist who has done research on body language says, don't fake it till you make it, fake it till you become it. In other words, 
When we act it, we become it. We have to create and work towards who we want to become. Therefore, to become optimistic, we have to think positive thoughts and our actions mirror those thoughts. To become optimistic is to accept challenges as opportunities. Think of optimism as being stuck at a red light and believing the light will eventually turn green. Creating an awareness around how often you stand tall can help you develop more awareness of how your body language influences your mindset and your mood. Also, I want you to think about how understanding the nonverbal communication of others helps us gather social cues and better able to influence optimism to those around us who need it the most. This week's goals. Let's discover how to show positive and powerful body language and how to fuel your energy to stand tall. Engage with your peers by observing, validating, and promoting healthy body language to create optimism. And understand that small changes in how you stand can make a big difference in how you communicate to yourself and others. And boys and girls, let's all remember the incredible power a simple smile has. It is time for Del Cerro Counts. This is your opportunity to practice active listening, math skills, and perseverance too. Kindergarten. I saw four ants crawling on the curb. Later, I saw four more ants. How many ants did I see in all? Kindergarten. I saw four ants crawling along on the curb. Later, I saw four more ants. How many ants did I see in all? First grade. Mrs. Chestnut read six books in July. She read twice as many books in August. How many books did Mrs. Chestnut read in August? Mrs. Chestnut read six books in July. She read twice as many books in August. How many books did she read in August? Second grade, Mrs. Roble bought a movie ticket for $20. How much would it cost her to buy five tickets? Mrs. Roble bought a movie ticket for $20. How much money would it cost her to buy five tickets? Third grade, Mrs. Wright saw 128 people on the plane. If 84 of those people were women, how many men were on the plane? Mrs. Wright saw 128 people on the plane. If 84 of those people were women, how many men were on the plane? Fourth grade, 
Mr. Alex drove his car 70 miles in two hours. How many miles per hour did his car average on that trip? Mr. Alex drove his car 70 miles in two hours. How many miles per hour did his car average on that trip? Fifth grade, Mrs. Cerise's class sold 2,224 raffle tickets on Monday. They sold twice as many raffle tickets on Tuesday. What is the total number of raffle tickets they sold on both days? Mrs. Cerise's class sold 2,224 raffle tickets on Monday. They sold twice as many raffle tickets on Tuesday. What is the total number of raffle tickets they sold on both days? Sixth grade. Mrs. Cavanaugh caught 12 pounds of fish. How many ounces of fish did she catch? Mrs. Cavanaugh caught 12 pounds of fish. How many ounces of fish did she catch? Okay, boys and girls, let's all ride the wave this week. We show respect, act responsibly, value integrity, and are safe. Have a fantastic week, Del Cerro Scholars. Go Dolphins! And remember to stand tall.